Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Dramore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertrude Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tubber, Grand Celtic, Ballyclare United, Merville United. Glass and his crew on United. It's exactly half past five. Welcome to the Youth Soccer Podcast. Tina Byrne has a terrific soccer story coming up on this week's podcast. She just told me about it off air and we're going to save it till the end. But on a weekend, Tina, of Gary Lineker tweets and fretting about Manchester United having Casemiro sent off and points been dropped and points been won and points been shared. We have a heartwarming story coming up towards the end. We won't give it away no, just yet, no, but if you're a Manor Rangers club person or mum or dad, uh, stick around for the end of the programme. We'll come to yeah. that a bit later on. Anyway, welcome Tina, first thank of you, all. Thank you, thank you. How are all, you? All, all that other stuff pales into insignificance when we are for our 20-minute f- slot here because uh, all that Casimir and Lineker stuff does, yes. does, is... is, is I'm, I'm glad to see you showed restraint on Twitter this weekend, I, I uh, did, Tina. I did. I decided no. I said I'm not... Uh, I'm not I, was, I was not going to turn up today. Did you watch Match solidarity. of the Day? Did you... <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Match of the Day last night? I didn't actually. Right, well, I heard it was short and sweet. It was. And they apologised for um, not being able to bring the normal. I suppose part of it is the punditry, the discussion, the disagreements, yeah. and all that. And I quite like the the format, and I, I like the guys that that are on. But I, I suppose it's tr- transcended the sport, and and it's kind of moved into another another um, another section now. And it 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 just shows you the whole. You know, he's on his own platform. He's making a statement, you know. It it just it just crosses over so many yeah. so many. Who who's right? Who's wrong? Like, but um, I'm sure there'll be there'll be a level of fallout. But I hope yeah. it doesn't drag on too long. You know, we we like our match of the day. I think. Yeah. The good news is we haven't stood you down this weekend. No, I, well, I so was, please I was, step I was, forward. I was going to pro, I was going to go out in solidarity, but I don't think Gary would have. <laughs> Appreciate it. You've taken no, one I for wasn't. the team. Thank I you very wasn't. much. We'll, we'll let you plough on with the results. I'll plough on with the results. Yeah. Okay. So starting with boys under 15, Group C, Strand Celtic 3, St. John's 4. Boys under 16, Group B, Boyle Celtic 1, Ben Bulban FC 0. Boys under 13, Group A, St. John's 5, Merville United 2. Boys under 12, Group A, Strand Celtic 3, Arrow Harps 0. Boys under 12, Group B, Abbey United 2, Ballymote Celtic 5. Boys under 13, Group C, Gurchin Celtic 2, St. John's 0, Connacht Cup Boys under 16, Boyle Celtic 1, Stra- uh, Salt Hill Devon 3, SFAI Girls under 16 Trophy, Arrow Harps 2, Kilnamana FC of Dublin 1, uh, Boys under 15, Group A, Manor Hamilton Rangers 0, Gurchin Celtic 3, Boys under 15, Group C, Merville United 1, Kulani United 4, Boys under 13, Group B, Shield, Drumahir FC 5, Manor Hamilton Rangers 0, Kulani United 4, Ballymote Celtic 0, Arrow Harps 4, Craigmore 2, Carrick Town 3, Balnasloe Town 0, Merview 4, Kilglass Enniscrown 2, Connacht Shield Boys under 16, St John's FC 2, Ballasadere United 1, Girls under 14, 
uh, League uh, Manor Hamilton Rangers 3 Yates United 6 Ballymote Celtic 3 Ballasadere United 0 St John's 5 Callery Bowes 5 Girls Under 12 Group A St John's 3 Arrow Harps 1 Ballasadere United 2 uh, Ballymote Celtic 3 Girls Under 12 Group B Strand Celtic 3 Valley Rovers 2 Kulani United 4 Gurchin Celtic 1 Manor Hamilton Rangers 5 Merville United 1 Abbey United 3 Ben Bulban FC 4 Kilglass in a scroll 0 Callery Bowes 0 Yates United 3 Drumahair FC 0 Connacht Shield Girls under 14 Strand Celtic 0 Carrick Town 4 and Connacht Shield Boys under 12 Saltill Devon 1 Kilglass in a scroll 2 Now there's probably a few other results that just maybe didn't come in in time for the publication of this uh, section but they'll all be available on the website etc so uh, don't worry if, if I didn't call out your, your uh, team's results. Today. Sure and we're on 083 3500 by WhatsApp or text if you want to add in any additions there before we finish um, let's talk Arrow Harps to begin with uh, yeah, Tina. Yeah I, I think they have to get possibly the award on the field uh, for in competitive for um, uh, performances of the week. They had two significant fixtures. Uh, they're girls under 16 were playing in the SFAI National Trophy quarter final against Kilnamana AFC of Dublin. Now the, the uh, I just read out the results there. It was 2-1 to um, to Arrow Harps. I mean they've been doing unbelievably well with that group out there. I, the same sort of names come up in a lot of the reports that I read. You have Kira Gilligan, Leanne Galvin, Hayley Milani, Orla Scanlon, uh, Penny Barlow. You know the, the they seem to be just very coming right at the, exactly the right time. So that that's a really, really good win for them. And um, I think they went 2-0 up and then Kilnamana obviously didn't uh, sort of decide that was it. They pulled one goal back and the, the the report I read, it was very much for the for the parents and all that, it was heart in the mouth because 2-1, there's always a danger that, you know, that another goal will uh, will, will be conceded. Um, so I think there was massive, massive relief in poor conditions, but a great crowd had turned up and they had made um, their, their visitors feel very welcome after the game and, and looked after them very well in the club but again they're still in the hat for the next uh, the next phase of that, that competition which is the semi-final so really brilliant result for the Arrow Harps under 16 girls and I think a lot of those girls as well would be um, playing for the Kula schools thing so That's there's, right. there's a lot of there's a lot of interaction between uh, in the, between the school and they and the club like because a lot of their players actually you know they, they, they attend that school so fantastic you know so we're delighted for them and we'll keep an eye on them going forward yeah, really talented generation of soccer players there for both club and school, it would appear. You want to mention the boys under 14 team of uh, Arrow Harps as well? I, I do. I think I, I, I couldn't really mention the girls without giving some uh, mention to the boys. Um, their boys under 14 were competing in the Connacht Shield. Now, they were at home, so they were out in Riverstown Park and they were pre- playing Craig Moore of Galway. Um, and a fantastic uh, 4-2 victory for the boys under 14 and again another another uh, squad that are doing uh, terrifically well they're they're um, not um they're not uh, don't seem to be anyways phased by uh, by by sort of the stages of the competition that they get to so again um we'll we'll have to certainly do a, a bit of a feature on um on 
uh, the Arrow Harps as, as they're moving through all these competitions. Um, they had a, a, a hat-trick from um, Josh McTiernan. So anybody who scores a hat-trick definitely is worth uh, worth watching, especially at that stage in the competition because the cream has started to rise to the top. Um, so they had a hat-trick by uh, Josh McTiernan and uh, another goal by JP O'Connor. So again, not great conditions. Yesterday was a cold day to be si- on, on the sideline, but again, they they. they they did. Uh, they did the club proud and they did the league proud. So on they march into the next round. So we'll keep an eye on them. So that's a big a big win for them in the in the Connacht Shield. And speaking of the Connacht Shield, the Carrick Town under fourteen girls have been competing as well. Yes. Now they're they're um, they have got through to the Shield semi-finals. They're. Uh, opponents was local opposition it was Strand Celtic um, again yesterday wasn't a great day for, for football as in if, if you're if you're travelling to a match and, and standing around watching and all that but um, the players seem to just shun that and they don't they don't it doesn't cost them a thought so they had a four a good 4-0 win over a, a, a very resilient and a good Strand Celtic team and again it doesn't fully reflect the effort and um, the, the, the right to the end attitude of the Strand Celtic but um, uh, Katie O'Brien Lucy May um, Evelyn Guckian and Jane Hanrahan put uh, put goals past uh, the Strand Celtic uh, defence to, to take the win um, and again it's a nice array of scorers too so that shows you a good versatility in the club they're not uh, heavily reliant on one player so again great great uh, great result for Carrick Town so they, they march on to the next um, to the next uh, to the semis, so good, good luck to them in the next in the next next round. And there was an all Sligo Leitrim clash in the quarterfinals of the under sixteen boys Connacht Shield. I think there was, and and I always think you know there's there's a lot of clubs that I suppose. Um, there'd be a, a, a level of a kind of locally type of bragging rights. Um, I, re- I was reading about this match. It was the under-16 boys Connacht Shield quarter final, uh, St. John's versus Balasadere. Now, you, you probably gathered from the results that I read out, um, St. John's uh, came out the, the right side of that result. But interestingly, they came from a goal down. Um, they pulled level. And then it was writ- or described uh, in the in the written report. They said if uh, if it would be a pity if you haven't seen the goal. So obviously the writer um, of the of the report was massively impressed. Um, it was I think he described it as the proverbial screamer, uh, and was scored by Ashton Conlon. So I think he took uh, it, the way he wrote it. It reminded me. I don't know whether you remember it or not, Austin. About do you remember the time um, Wayne Rooney was kind of arguing a little bit with the referee? in I think it was Man United and Newcastle or something and he's kind of chittering with the ref and the ref is basically telling him kind of get on with it and he the next thing the ball comes to him and he just takes Sticks a it touch in. and it's absolutely a, a screamer. Now, maybe not quite like that, but, and I'm sure, I'm not suggesting for a minute that Ashton was arguing with the referee, but I think he took it on and just had one focus uh, to take a shot and he, he found the net and a great win for um, uh, for St. John's against their, probably one of their one of their nemesis rivals, Balasadere. So I, I certainly um, under 16s will you know the competition will get will get a bit tougher but uh our 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 league will be well represented by St John's in, in the next round so well done to them very good and i'm impressed just before we move on tina how many games survive the weekend weather because i would guess 
the conditions, the rain in particular, took its toll on a lot of pitches over the past 48 hours? Well, there was probably a, a, a bit of, there's always a bit of trepidation if, you know, when, when somebody says, oh, we're playing in such a venue, oh, it's a grass pitch. And, and that can be a, a, a sort of a worry because it, if, if a pitch takes on a lot of rain and it's heavy and all that kind of stuff. But I think the, the, the way pitches are constructed now, and even, even some of the grass pitches, some of the um, the, um, the, the the structure of them and all that, the, you know, and the drainage and that, they have definitely d- done a lot of improvements. The only disadvantage with the Astra pitches is if there is snow or all that, sometimes it just doesn't and there's no sun on it. it it doesn't clear and you just you can't see the lines and you can't really try and clear it it's a bit of a mess but yeah the, we, we were we were blessed in a way with the, all the matches that were able to able to go ahead um, but I, I suppose we weren't hit so badly with yeah. some of the weather that we was evident down the country so there's uh, pluses and minuses lots of kids were looking for uh, it's the old snow day off school but if they got the snow day then the football probably would have um, been been off as well so at least they got to play their matches and I know I saw some some kids yesterday and it was cold it was miserable it was freezing they were dying to get a hot chocolate or whatever but uh, they don't seem to pass any heat I think it's more us um, adults that get a, get a bit uh, whiny about the cold you know Indeed we lauded the achievements of the Sligo Leitrim boys under 14 interleague side in Waterford last weekend finals weekend coming next weekend Tina all roads lead to Limerick Yeah now this is the SFAI interleague finals and uh, the the um the um, the structure of it is the finals are played next uh, Saturday, the March the 18th. Now it's an early start for the boys. Their game kicks off at 12 midday, which is quite early to you know to get down there, get um, loosened up, get something to eat, all that kind of stuff. So the boys are playing um, Mayo at 12 midday in the trophy final. There's four categories. There's uh, the uh, there's a cup, a plate, a trophy, and a bowl. And our our, our boys under 14s are in the in the trophy final and the girls are in the bowl final which is the second tier and they're playing Wexford at 4 p.m. so um fant- like it's great because again like when you think about it not all teams get to that stage so we have two teams in in, in uh, representing the, uh, the the league next it's on the 18th down in in UL so we're we're looking forward to that and um hopefully they'll they'll they'll, go, they'll do well i've no doubt i know both teams are extremely well prepped and are so sometimes I watch them playing and I think they're so ahead of their time nearly but maybe it's just that I, I'm thinking back to uh, when, when we started out first but things have, have come on so much so we wish both um, squads and coaches and all that all the best when, next weekend When you mention early starts in Limerick it evokes a memory in my young soccer career do you want to hear it? I do I played, I somehow managed to wrangle my way onto the Harding Cup team in DCU many moons ago. I don't know how I got on it, but I managed to get into the squad. And the Harding Cup, for those who don't know, is the first year soccer competition nationally in third level. Okay. And the finals were in Limerick. And we went down early on whatever weekday morning it was to play what we thought was our first round match, which we were told by our then manager... Uh, a postgraduate student was at 12.45 in Limerick, so we set off at half seven on an early morning train, arrived down around 11 o'clock in Limerick, thinking we were in plenty of time, only to discover that our match was at 10.45 and we were already out of the competition 
before we'd even laced up our boots. Oh, no. So we were the running were joke you, that weekend in the Harley Cup. Or what was it? Or? We were straight into the plate. I just remember everywhere we walked, we were the team everyone else laughed at when we walked into the, the student bar or whatever it was. But anyway. Oh, no. Oh, no. The logistics. So whoever, whoever I, the logistics I have no doubt <laughs> that uh, Sligo Lee Under 40 will be a lot more organised than DCU oh, in 1990, whatever it was. It, 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 in were. a way, and again, I'm not being critical, yeah, and, but in and, a way. It's and a let me stress, DCU are a pretty class act nowadays when it comes to third level competition across many sporting codes I, I but it was just one I of those them. years where something was misread and uh, we were out <laughs> before did you, did you ever find out who misread or who misguided you we never had the courage to ask so there you go well look at honourable I suppose yes anyway yeah. um, so that's that's next weekend that's the boys, and again yes. there'll be there's again it's, it's, it will be an early start for the boys but no no, I'm sure no bother to them and look they'll be they'll be finished and please god they'll they'll uh, they'll, they'll take the honours they're playing Mayo and as I said the girls play Wexford in the bowl final at 4 o'clock in the un, in the under 14 category Good luck to all Now look at um, we, uh, we, we do have a few coaches who listen to us now and again uh, here on the Youth Soccer Podcast Tina and a lot of underage coaches are always ravenous for learning new t- skills and drills and sharing knowledge amongst each other and picking up p- bits and bobs on social media you want to just appoint coaches towards a couple of resources which are already there and organised by the Sligo Leitrim Youth Football League Committee Yeah well on our on our uh, Facebook page um, there are some coaching videos that have been put together and it's 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 largely due to um, one of our uh, one of our league officers Benny O'Loughlin who has sort of got this off the ground it has been discussed for a long time so, for example, I'm just looking here now. Say, for example, um, Dara Healy, um, who co- who was involved with the Sligo Rover setup, he took a session with uh, the under 14 girls, and that's available to to to, to view. Then there is. Um, um, Oshin Divers uh, brings goalkeepers through a drill, and that's a goalkeeping session. So that's up on the Facebook page as well. So if if you're if you're a f- um, a friend of the of the Facebook page, definitely go and have a look. And I'm just looking at another one here where uh, the Sligo Leitrim under 13 girls were joined by the Sligo Rovers goalkeeper Amy Mahan, and she went through um, some of the drills. Um, and again, she herself was very impressed by the uh, by the abilities so far, and she said she'd like to come back and do another bit. So again, if if you're uh, if you're of that um, of that ilk that you enjoy watching coaching sessions, uh, there's uh, there's lot. There's another one here, um, Darren Kelly. Um, uh, he's look with the Kennedy Cup team. So there's about five or six videos already up on uh, on, and that's all thanks to. Um, uh, Benny O'Loughlin, our coaching officer, so he he has made this available, um, which I think is 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 an excellent, uh, you know, it's it's an excellent new sort of um, new wing to the Facebook page. So I'm hoping that people will uh, will will have a look at it, and uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be comments and all that about it. But it's a it's it's a st- it's a good a good a good start for us sure. to to start putting and that's, that together. That's on the Sligo Leitrim Youth yeah, Soccer Sligo, Facebook page. Sligo Leitrim School Boys and School Girls League. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's the it's a Facebook page. So if you if you want to have a, uh, most of the clubs are sort of fr- friends with it, and we sh- sort of mutually share stuff. So, um, but that's sort of a, one of our main um, online media platforms that we that we use. Very good, and that you'll find that online. Uh, if you are looking for fresh ideas or tips or little bits of knowledge to gain on the coaching front, that resource is there for you, courtesy of Sligo Leitrim Youth Schoolboys and Schoolgirls Soccer League. Now, Tina. Burn, pull round by the fire, 
and warm the cockles of our hearts with your sportsmanship story that you wanted to flag up. I, I I honestly couldn't not mention this because again you know, sometimes I get a bit of stick because people say I'm, I'm too win win win. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Way, I'm joking. I'm, I'm too much about inclusion and involvement and value and people feeling part of. And I'm very much into, you know, playing time and all this. And I'm I've I've my own sort of view on I suppose player player enjoyment, player retention, and all that, all that sort of stuff. But but I felt that. Where I always um, celebrate the uh, sort of the scoring and the playing and performance of the of of the teams over, like I did with say Arrow Harps there and all that, I, I couldn't not mention this story. It was a girls under fourteen game <coughs> between Manor Hamilton Rangers and Yates United. Okay, so picture the scene. Yates had only eleven players available through a very various different reasons. That was fine. That gave them the quota to start the game. Okay. Um, so they were playing away 11 v 11 um, uh, Hope O'Brien scored Manor equalised um, so there was sort of there were there were tit for tat like one all 2-1 two, 2-2 two, two. and one of the Yates girls Caitlin Carroll got injured which was unfortunate now if you remember I just said they only had 11 so she had to go off she wasn't in, in, in able to carry on which was unfortunate and Manor to their credit sort of said hold on a minute let's keep it even let's you know this this to me is kind of what supersedes sort of the winning and all that they said look let's play with even numbers so they actually sacrificed one of their players so they played 10 v 10 now Yates and Manor would be two of the probably the the stronger. I say that respectfully, but they they always seem to produce you know lots of lots of uh, lots of talent, and they're probably playing girls soccer for a lot longer than some of the newer clubs. And Manor, so, so they'd be both in contention in this league. Yeah, they be, would. Yeah. They would like they they they're both like like Manor are uh, Manor are up I think second or third from the top, so they they still are in contention for honours. If 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 you get me. But it, that seemed to be parked, and they just said, "Look, let's let's just match match things up," and they um, played, and they got beaten. They, I think the final score of my results is either five three or six three, right? But it it if if they had kept their eleven on, who knows what would have happened? But for them, it was more important to. For for girls at like twelve and thirteen, that's what that's what you have playing in your under fourteens. Like say, well, twelve would be, but like thirteens maybe coming into fourteen. But they wanted to sort of um, show the message that there was a sportsman. There's always room to display sportsmanlike behaviour. You know, there's a lot. Sometimes you, you recall sort of big, big stories of sportsmanship, like the time what you call the guy, was it? Oh, what's his name? Decanio grabbed the the ball. Paolo Decanio. Paolo yeah. Decanio. Yeah, when when somebody got hurt, hurt, and he says, "Hold on, hold on," like you know. So so, but for me, I I I was I was heartened by the fact that they knew there was a risk, as in, you know, they, they, one of their players, they said, look, we're going to play 10 by 10. So they had to sacrifice. Somebody had to sit out or however. And and then they started getting goals scored against them. But that was, for me, uh, a, 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 a really great uh, indicator of 
these these teams know each other well and I think that filters into the success of the interleague teams because all these girls have a lot of respect for each other when they play against each other and then because they have built relationships as opponents when they come together on interleague teams they they they, they really play as a as a unit and I think things like that you know you that, that I'm sh- I'm sure there's been other incidences of that in the league but maybe just not documented but to me that was uh, as they call it like the fair play award of the weekend I, I just I don't know what you think but I thought that was a a, a most noble action to, to take for for the, in the name of the game if you know what I mean at that age category obviously if, if you're playing a league of Ireland or a, se- a more senior age group you mightn't do that and that's fair enough but for me it, it sent out a, a positive message um, to everybody involved that you know winning isn't always isn't everything especially at at that age group so I no. don't know what, what do you think I think I think anybody am I being go, am I gone totally no, soft no 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 <laughs> <laughs> you never go <laughs> Uh, I, I think everybody listening would applaud the fairness gesture by Manor Rangers to make it 10 v 10. You know, there's probably a few people listening would say, well, why would they do that? Because they're depriving one of the girls who has to come yeah. off yeah. game time and it's all about giving players equal yeah. game time. You know, if, if, yeah. if you were looking at this, uh, you know, and you could argue it's, it's, yes, it's tough luck if they're a player down, it's 10 v 11. That can yeah. bring on players in its own way. So there are coaches probably would take a little view of that. But the fundamental gesture of let's, let's play 10 v 10. Yeah. Now think about what the consequences of the result are let's think about uh, a level playing field and let's see how these 20 players get on and, and you see again nobody prompted like you know the, the referee or nobody can come and say oh gosh you know isn't it a shame they have only 10 so like it'd be a nice thing you know they, they just realised oh sugar you know the right thing to do is to match them up and for me I think I'm t- I really do feel that that, that, that sort of that filters into the interleague team then like oh, a lot of those girls there's a huge amount of those players play on interleague and and you'd know by all the names and all that and I, I honestly believe that that's what makes them really a, a, a very tight effective high performing unit because they they just they the essence of teamwork and sportsmanship and all that you can never lose that you know I don't think you know there's always room to to do the right thing if you know what I mean and and to me that was a a story that I was I was thinking when I was driving down this evening I was like God I I really want to I want to mention that and you know what I don't I don't really mind who scored or who whatever but Manor made a sacrifice that ultimately cost them three points but I think they would probably get a lot more back from from that as in people will say god fair play that was a really good gesture and the, you did the, the right thing in 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 for for, for a, a, a an under 14 girls game you know well they may have lost the points at the weekend but they may have won a few more fans listening Absolutely. to that story tina yeah. Byrne, thank you very much thank you austin Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Dramore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertine Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tubber, Grand Celtic, Valley Sedair United, Merville United, Kelglass, Ennis Crown United, Drummer Hare FC, Listen to Soccer!